Hello there. I'm Marco Yanicelli. I'm your host for the official MSL podcast. And these are my co-hosts. My name is Amalia. I'm a freshman sport management major. And my favorite sport at the moment is rock climbing. My name is Chris Vogel. I'm a double major in marketing and sport management. Uh, I can I cover every sport from baseball, football, hockey, soccer, basketball. It's football, not soccer, but that's a debate for another day. Uh, it's, um, it's soccer when the U.S. beats them on, beats England on Black Friday. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I forgot to say I'm a freshman sport management major, and my life is football, which is soccer here in the U.S. Uh, our podcast, uh, we're a group of students from a club that... Uh, okay. Our club is McCormick Student Leaders. Uh, we are a club made up of leaders. <laughs> 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 Wait, this is McCormick leaders. We're a club made up of uh, majority of people in the McCormick department, which is the sport management program at the University of Massachusetts Amherst. And we uh, we get together. We do networking sessions. We talk with people in the industry. We learn and we have fun with uh, great activities for bonding. And we also do charity work. We're basically a very well-rounded club. And this is our new project for the club, starting a podcast that's going to cover every sport that we can think of. Okay. After a seventh straight loss, the Lakers fell to the Suns in Phoenix on top of the Spurs' win over the Nuggets. The Lakers were promptly cut from the playoffs, and an avid Lakers fan may ask why. Now, me, who knows practically zilch about the Lakers, would say they were tired or some random reason. However, there may be some deeper underlying reasons towards their defeat that some Lakers fans don't want to admit. For one, LeBron wasn't on the court that day, and we all know LeBron basically carries. But what I'm posing is, can they win consistently without LeBron? What do you guys think? I think LeBron has kind of shown that he's started to heavy on that decline. It's got to uh, start to move towards more team-oriented and really got to focus on Anthony Davis. just don't think they have the pieces to compete even going forward they have no route to improve well Le- lebron is in the goat debate but right now he's declining you see him getting injured more often than he did before and i think it's time for the, the team to start getting some young guns into the the lineup i think that looking in, into the long term they really need to start developing a better rounded squad like i think about the golden state warriors when they were very dominant they didn't just depend on Curry. They had a very well-rounded team and very different, a lot of different sources of points. Like, well, it's like a business having mi- many revenue sources. You know, you want to diversify. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're basically, I was doing my research on Twitter and basically every social media ever, it was how Lakers are just on a decline. And they lost 18 times out of 26 games in 21-22 season. Um, and Zach Harper from the Atlantic, that's kind of harsh. I felt kind of bad. He was like, this season was the biggest disaster in the NBA. And personally, like, I think these, you know, critics should, like, take a bath or, like, a nap or something. Be the calmer and then reevaluate. But, yeah, the Lakers, even me, who's not really into basketball, like, I used to see the NBA as this big, like, superstar organization. But now it's kind of really lacking. Um, So, yeah. Another thing on that, Lakers don't have their own complete control over their own pick till 2026 so it might be if they do decide they're very old currently it might be a very long process and i don't know if i think bronze might 
title window might have closed there. Yeah, the I've heard. I mean, people are also saying that Anthony Davis is like in a tragedy waiting to happen, and that Russell Westbrook is the problem. But I don't think it's just like an athlete is a problem. I think it's just all of them together. It's just not the right team. It's just like a giant team. They're very, very old. Yeah, they're all old and injured. They don't want to be there anymore. They already have like $30 million a year. They don't have to be there. I think they should just all, you know, retire and get a new team. I think the problem is that the Lakers put so many eggs on one basket, they sacrifice the long-term future for having a short window of consistency. And they haven't found that consistency that they expected. They probably looked at four or five-year dominance and... They got lucky. They got that bubble in the COVID season basically constructed yeah. to help older teams. Without They got that one ring. Without that, we're probably looking at not LeBron, another failure to win a ring with the franchise. Yeah. Like, at one point, what point do they fail? Do they not receive funding anymore? Like, do they just... Uh, it's just well, they like probably, they're going to keep... It's, so, LeBron has almost final say on that roster. So, this yeah. year was the roster he wanted, and Lakers will probably continue to do what he wants because obviously profit-wise they're most profitable with him there because he's going to draw people he's going to sell jerseys so it might just be another year of okay bubble to make the playoffs bubble not because they, they don't they don't need a win to make a profit in la yeah, well yeah it's it's they're the one team in in the city they're so clippers are there but yeah lakers are significantly bigger even even when the clippers are better it doesn't i've matter. never met a clippers fan exactly <laughs> everybody in la is probably a lakers fan but I, I just feel that in the long term, they really need to start looking at building a team that's not dependent on one single player or where one player has so much power over every decision. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like where are the Lakers athletes even going to go? Because most of their track records are just they keep getting, they stay on a team for a year, leave, go on another team for a year. Like no one wants them. They end up at the Lakers. So where is there to go after they're done with the Lakers? I don't know. It's like a I'm recycling bin. Trying to find where they have, who they have tied up. Well, in terms yeah. of age, for many of them, it's the last crusade. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them are. A lot of them are probably about ready to do it. Are ready to just hang just the boots. Re- yeah, well, retire. Do you say that in basketball too? Hang the boots. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. Hang the ball. I say no. hang up the cleats, but yeah, that's, that's <laughs> football and baseball right there. It's hang up the hang up the shoes. Yeah, I mean, if I were a Lakers fan. I'd probably, like, donate all my shirts <laughs> to Goodwill so that some 14-year-old TikToker yeah. can go and crop them and sell it for 60 bucks. Yeah. Russell Westbrook currently making $44 million and maybe yeah, like, worth, like, four of that. It's like he doesn't need to keep playing. <laughs> he, he's got $91 million left on his contract. Oh so he's there God. for two more years, <sighs> making four, almost 50, almost over 45 a year. LeBron has two years left. Davis, I think, has five years left. Um... Yeah, or sorry, they could be. It might be one less than that. It might be one, one, and, f- and four. So it's counting this year. But yeah, all their money is still tied up going forward. They're gonna be very old again next year. Yeah, not not good look for them. Well, the biggest concern is the other teams around them are getting better. Mm-hmm. You you see a lot of teams that have young talent. I I mean, talk about the Celtics. Mm-hmm. It's you, it's hard to see the Lakers competing for title when. Uh, both like on their conference you see teams around them getting better getting younger and then no path to compete with someone like golden state or with the splash brothers or devin booker in phoenix 
just they don't, they have no way to get anywhere close to those teams. Well, even even the season that the Warriors were really really bad, you you saw that there was potential in that team. It wasn't like the team was finished. You saw Clay Thompson coming back from mm-hmm. injury, and that was an instant impact source of points. Like even just looking at it right now, like they're they're just simply next to it. There's no way they're gonna be better. Suns are gonna be better than them. Grizzlies are only getting better, and they were almost what twenty games better than them this year. Warriors, Mavericks, Jazz, Nuggets, those teams are all clearly better than the Lakers even can get to. Clippers are gonna get Kawhi Leonard back. So the Lakers aren't even the best team in their city. Right there you're looking at seven of the eight playoff spots. It's going it's probably gonna be another year where they're in that same boat. Well, on another note, do you think the Western or the Eastern Conference is looking more competitive right oh. now and, and for the near future? Well, um, I think the East, the West is better. The East is more competitive because there's no great teams in the East. Everybody is pretty similar. The West, though, like, again, the Suns, the Grizzlies, and the Warriors would be the top three teams in the East if they were there. Those three teams are better than anybody in the East. Yeah, I the game, the, the game between the Celtics and the Nets, it was a very competitive mm-hmm. game, and you see that they're basically on the same level. That, yeah, and really, and it's great for the neutrals. I don't think there's that big of a difference between Heat, Celtics, Bucks, Sixers, even the Raptors, the Nets. Like those six teams are pretty similar to each other. Top four of those all were within two games. Three of them same exact record. And I mean, again, Nets would have been there if Kyrie could have played home games, most likely. Well, moving on from basketball, uh, recently in, in the Champions League, we've seen many of our teams drop out. And by our teams, I mean my team. <laughs> but the whole team, the whole podcast team is grieving with me, the loss of Bayern Munich to the hands of the great Villarreal from a small city of like 30,000 people. It's a great underdog story. and really shows you that the system works. You see underdog stories. Um, unlike what the Super League supporters wanted to say. Um, also, Man City versus Real Madrid's looking very, very good. Oh, Real Madrid's winning that. Man City can't win in the UCL. What I, what I see from that is <laughs> Man City is going to start the game dominating the first half. Benzema. And then Benzema's going to find some mistake from Madison, Like You see the uh, question asked Athletic Madrid's manager, Athletic Madrid's manager following there, exit in the quarters. Yeah. Reporters ask him his advice for Real Madrid, literally the kings of the Champions League. Yeah, and I, I guess that Liverpool has an e- easy-esque path to the finals. Well, Looking, Juventus and Bayern said the same thing. Well, yeah, but Juventus and Bayern are nowhere near Liverpool in terms of squad depth, quality of manager, especially mm-hmm. quality of manager. Jurgen Klopp is probably mm-hmm. the GOAT right now, awesome. along with Pep. For those from uh, the New England area rooting interest, it's owned by the Fenway Sports Group, uh, same ownership group that owns a good chunk of the Boston Red Sox. So if you're a Sox fan, that's one team to possibly root for. And the other thing, Liverpool's competing for the quadruple. So mm-hmm. Pep Guardiola is still looking for a, for a double. And What's what's Villarreal's league situation look like? I haven't been They're across. mid-table right now. Yeah, they so. won today against uh, Valencia, but they're, they're mid-table. It's, it's, it's going to be a very, very good game because the way Villarreal set up, they sit back, they wait for the opponent to make a mistake, and then they counter, and it's it's does it's it, exactly what, what's going to play against Liverpool in a sense. Does it possibly help them, though? Because Liverpool's in a dogfight with Man City right now. Those two teams are in it in a battle for the 
title, they're not going to be able to rest players. Real Madrid's all but clinched La Liga. They can start resting players for the Champions League. Overall, they're three points out of the Euro 2. Euro Cup 2, or whatever they're calling it now. Conference Uh, League? Conference League. But even that, they're not as important. Like Their race is not nearly as important as you're seeing. And the other ones, they can heavily invest and get line up their squad to be fully rested for a Champions League matchup. So, what do you think your overall like predictions will, are going to be? Uh, Real Madrid versus Liverpool final. That's what I. I'd say. agree, but I don't. I think it'll be close. Like I think a lot of people are thinking Liverpool is going to come in and just blow out Villarreal. I don't think that'll happen. I think this could be one going down to PKs in the second leg. I think the way it's going to line up, my predictions. Um, although I'm very bad at predictions, it's like the universe wants me to get everything wrong. Uh, I do think that VRL is going to start well in their way. Like Playing well for VRL is actually like sitting back, waiting, absorbing pressure. But they're also going to have really good counters. They got uh, Danjuma Grunwald, who's the king of counterattacks in the Champions League right now. And uh, I, would, I would be afraid if I was a Liverpool fan because it could be a huge upset. Many of Liverpool fans are probably expecting a Champions League final at the very least. The flip side of this, at this point, is there really any true upsets? Every team at this point had to have gone through three rounds of knockout stages in Europe to get here, yeah. or two rounds to get here. They've shown they can play with anybody, any of the four teams. So I don't think you can count either any of them as a huge upset. Well, talking about upsets, what do you think of Bar- Barcelona versus Frankfurt? It was it was a see, lovely see, game see, for me as a Bayern fan to see. This, Bar- would, this would not have been an upset like a mo- two months ago. No, Barcelona two months ago, this would have been expected. What was Barcelona two months ago? Uh, they they a, were a mess. They were, yeah, they've been a really? mess. They, they got it together after the new year, mostly. Right? Yeah, they, They've got it together. They, they're playing amazing every game. You just see, like, lapses in concentration, especially from the defense. You've seen that they've conceded the first goal in many games already. So Barcelona finds themselves chasing a game, trying to come back, and then you see them lacking a true number nine at times. Also, I don't think they were putting that much stock in the Euro League because if you like, they they've all but uh, that's not true. They're in a pretty good position to get Champions League via the league. Yeah. They're in second place currently, three way. Four teams qualify out of Spain. They're one of three on sixty points from second, third, and fourth. And uh, Betis is at Real Betis is fifty seven. Real Sociedad's at fifty five. Are the other two in contention? But they're in pretty good shape to get through the league. Uh, Frankfurt's not likely to get it through the league, I believe. Frankfurt, I think Frankfurt's competing for Conference League spots yeah, right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, the, the Bundesliga, if, if you take out Bayern, the whole thing is very competitive. Where's Frankfurt, actually? And, um... Yeah, Bayern just... Yeah, they're in... Yeah, they're, they're actually a good chunk out of the... They're eight points out. There's four games left. And... and yeah, they, that, they, that, they lost this weekend to, um... Was it Union Berlin? Yeah, they're they're not getting European football through the league. No. This this is their best bet of they, they, getting European yeah. football. But I, I would say that Leipzig is favorite for for the Europa League. Oh, it's gotta be Leipzig. With Christopher Nkunku, who's linked with every team that's good and has money. PSG ready to drop like hundred and fifty million Euro bid. For for a guy that they lost for like Doesn't matter. For pennies on the dollar. But they have the money. Well, the question is how long will they have it? There's a rumor they want to exit. The, what was it? What was it? The No. The Qatari Sporting Group? Yeah. Yeah, Qatar has them. Yeah. Qatar. There's a rumor they want to exit PSG. They basically want to fire the whole the whole back, uh, well, front front office. They want to sell the team. It's part yeah. of it, I'm seeing. It's a failed project. You bring in so many star players and then... 
they just don't have a yeah they're just all way too i feel like they're way too attacking minded as a club like they're they spend way more on like just, i know they're good at their defense their back line's good but it's just they have too many people that need the ball well you look at hakimi and nuno mensch <laughs> who are the the wing backs basically yeah. and they attack really yeah, exactly. well defensively but they're not hakimi he's amazing. a he's a winger he's not yeah. a right back that's why he did so well at the inter-system under Conte because yeah. he was attacking the whole also time. it doesn't work when you fire your coach every year yeah that doesn't work either. Like, you, they fired Thomas Tuchel and he went on to win the Champions League it's you, why, why do they fire like uh, what are the reasons uh, Leonardo who's the sporting director along with the president of life they basically got um, a really hard attitude to, to work with they've got the assets of an entire country behind them and so they yeah. expect them to dominate in Europe and uh, and and the problem is that in the league you basically face no competition, and then once yeah. you get to the Champions League, you see teams pressing against you like did, you've never seen before. Did, did any teams make it on the first knockout round other than them from France? Or no? Did they? Were they? When was their game? Lil made Lil made it, and they played Chelsea, and they got they, demolished. They got yeah, they got smoked. Hmm. One other storyline I've been following so in world sports, uh, as most you some of you probably know, uh, past year or so. College athletes can now receive sponsorship deals through NIL rights, which is name, image, and likeness. Uh, the market has exploded this week in terms of value that's be, being given out. Uh, there's a report that's circulating around most major media sites. A, a five-star recruit in class of 2023 uh, just signed a deal. Uh, they haven't named who it was. Just signed a deal worth over $8 million. This guy's still a junior in high school. Imagine oh all that God. I would do with so that money in getting, high school. He's getting three hundred fifty thousand almost immediately, and he's gonna get about two million a year once he's in college. Oh. Um, so the major concern here is uh, there's been multiple recruits this week that have gone for over a million dollars. So basically, we're seeing a lot of boosters allegedly buying recruits to go to their alma maters. That's a lot of pressure for that kid. Um, yeah. So this this uh, this has been happening for decades, but just now it's legal and now yeah, it's before being reported. It was, Forrest the bagman just yeah. oh yeah I'll give you, there's uh, Tennessee famously had McDonald's bags filled with cash and handed to recruits really mm -hmm. oh my god uh, I mean, also for them if if you're gonna cheat just at least cheat well enough to be good and don't be Tennessee and cheat and be sub five hundred like at that point not even worth it I, I I would I would certainly like to have eight million dollars at junior year in high school. Yeah, it uh, might be pretty nice. It might be pretty <laughs> nice. Divided by four, invest part of it. What would you do with eight million dollars? I would invest uh, at least one fourth, the other fourth by at real. At least one fourth. At least one fourth of it, and then the other fourth would well one fourth. Pay taxes. One fourth. <laughs> pay what taxes? Yeah, I'm not paying taxes. I'm I'm actually gonna pay taxes. I'm afraid of the IRS. They busted Al Capone and. If they get busted Al Capone in, in the Al Capone's 50s. one, Marco's number two on the hit list. <laughs> yeah, um, I would definitely invest a lot of money. Buy, maybe buy a sports team in, in, in like the fifth division in England, non-league team. I like it. And what, what is it? One of the there's a team in the, I think the ninth tier or something that's owned by a bunch of like college kids that's got back-to-back -back promotions. I'm blanking on the name. Yeah, and, and there's there's this team that's owned by Ryan Reynolds, the Rex, Rex MFC. Hey, they're doing good lately. Yeah, they're doing good. They, they played in Wembley, I think. Do, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, what would you do, Amalia, with $8 million? Make a movie. Make a movie? Get that ROI, get that, you know. What if it's like, I could, if $8 million, I can make an incredible movie. Then I get more. From you could get a climbing gym under your name. I could. We get a climbing gym. I will in the future. I think you're both uh, very overestimating how much $8 million actually 
will be after. As in, like, trying to buy a football team, even though they're cheap, you're still going to blow through that in a couple years. It's, but, yeah, but see, remember, I'm, I have one-fourth invested in stocks. So yeah, then. but you, so, no, but look at it. You're <laughs> gonna, so after taxes, you're looking, it's about 50% at that high of an income. It's, you're going to be at, like, $4 million. Well, I'm going to get those $8 million given to me in Andorra, near Spain, okay. and uh, pay no taxes I, I don't for believe that's okay. how these American corporations work, but okay. <laughs> I, I, I would do what, above the law. I would, so, okay. I would do what Chelsea players do. They have accounts overseas. Yeah. Like, you just gotta get the American company to agree to pay you the eight million. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I'm good enough to be paid eight million, I I can get some demands. But I would certainly love to have that money. And by the way, I would donate a really small portion, but I would donate it <laughs> to the club, to MSL. How, how, I, how much? You get like five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, how much? No, I I would give um. I would give some money to rename the club the Marcus Sporting <laughs> Club, but. I, uh-huh. I don't think they would take the, the that. The truth comes out. Yeah. But no, no, no. I would certainly uh, we give. Go from, we go from the fine founder of IMG Academy, <laughs> IMG Marketing, to Marcos. Okay, okay. Marco plus McCormick Student Leaders Club, the uh-huh. MMSL. Well, the point is that's just a concept. I gotta get the eight million dollars first, and actually get good at one sport before that. So, it's a work in progress. You don't think you're good at one sport? Not good enough to be paid eight million. I assure I you. But maybe if you consider um, talking for hours of support, uh, I'm quite Marcos, good at that. You're worth, a, you're worth a max deal and just talking on it at no, <laughs> no end. Yeah. Um, you score some, Marco did score some goals today. There we go. At our uh, Well, I didn't score goals. I assisted two uh, no, goals. No, you, you took some tumbles. It was pretty Oh, intense. yeah. They fouled me nine times. He and flops like Neymar. No, <laughs> now, now I feel empathy for Neymar. I, 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 I got fouled a bunch of times, and the ref didn't call it. And then I called. Uh, I told the ref, "Give them a red card. Give them a yellow card." The ref ignored me. I have never been so ignored before. Hey, if, if you're if you're trying to get cards, don't add me to that roster because I will get a red card in like the seventh minute next week. That's pretty specific. <laughs> I gotta say, it's not gonna be long. <laughs> yeah. By the way, we're talking about intramural sports at UMass. Yeah. So if you come to UMass because of this podcast, since we gave you the great idea of coming to UMass, a great school with great food. Um. Yeah, what's great about UMass? The food, uh, the buildings, some of them are really nice. They're going to start using you in all the advertisements. <laughs> I would love to get into some advertisements. I was on Instagram the other day. Then he's, you're going to tweet something that they're going to have to pull them all immediately. No, no, I, I was on Instagram, actually not the other day, I was on Instagram yesterday. I got an ad for a casting call about Marvel. I really want to be in a Marvel movie because that's like my foot in the door to acting. You got a casting call. Our shit wasn't a scam. Yeah, Marcos. Okay, it wasn't a casting call. It wasn't an ad. Um, it was public ad. But it's, it's still... <laughs> oh it's God. like a casting call for me. on how long he does get, like, identity fraud or yeah. something. <laughs> I, I would really, really love just to be a background guy in a Marvel movie. Even though I just... I really an extra. Really, an extra. Okay, call it an extra. I really want to call it, like, a main character that dies soon. You, like, could, you could do that if you want. Yeah, I mean... It's not hard to be an extra. Uh, if Marvel's listening to this, if you need uh, some... <laughs> A Latino from UMass to do some like background acting. What you're like the the kid that's like house just got demolished and you're out in the <laughs> he street. dies in the opening scene. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I, I could have a heroic death in in a Marvel movie. I couldn't ask for more. Like if I do that, I can tell my kids about it and they can actually watch it and know that their dad isn't lying. So it's great. And I don't have kids yet, by the way. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> clear that up right there, Marcos. Yeah. Um, not for the next couple of years while I'm at UMass. Couple. So 
We also got some UMass athletics coming up. Uh, spring game for football is April 30th. It's going to be intra-squad oh, scrimmage. It's open to the public. Uh, it's your first chance to see the new team under the new coach. Just hired Don Brown away from Arizona State. Uh, he was former coach here back when we were in the FCS. He's looking to rebuild the program. So if anybody's in the area, April 30th might be a great, a great event to check out for free. Free? Did yep. you just say for free? And he is in. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if there's free food, there's me. I don't know if it's free food. That's true. But there is free admission. Okay, is there food, though? There is food there. Okay, I might go. <laughs> I'm gonna check my Don't busy quote me schedule. On it. There should be food there, not not sure. <laughs> there will be food, uh, either uh, provided should, by UMass Dining, that, yeah. or you can bring your own food. I don't think you bring your own food in. It's not legal. Not normal. Don't think so. Okay, so go through the back door. <laughs> so don't listen to what Krista tells you. Uh, now it's a circle. There is no back door. Oh yeah, and um, another thing that's gonna happen in the sports world soon is financial fair play is gonna be eliminated from. It's our, it's, it hasn't impacted clubs in a long time anyway. Let's yeah, what is that? Really? So it's basically limiting how much a, a club spends to, in relation to how much they generate. Oh. So, um, like Barcelona, they basically went into huge debt while like still f being under the rules of financial Shout out to being a billion and a half dollars in debt. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, they're doing good right now in terms of lowering that Are debt. Are we sure? <laughs> they haven't published numbers since. Okay, at least they're doing good marketing for that. <laughs> yeah, you get a good team team together, and people forget about that part. That you're almost bankrupt. But that's the thing. Maybe you're they're too big to fail. We've said that in this country. That doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> it's been proven not to work. Maybe it works in in, in in European football. You know, they they're too big to fail. That's you don't they, see clubs go bust when they're that big. We forget they were about like what ten days away from declaring bankruptcy at one point. Uh, yeah, that's true, but. Uh, hey, New, Newcastle United very excited about this development. Let's be oh, real. Saudi Arabia thrilled that they can throw their entire country behind a English football team. Yeah, I really love it when uh, a group of people that have no relation to a cultural identity club just go and buy the club and invest so much money in it. Um, hey, the fans in Newcastle love it. Everybody else, not so much. Well, yeah, you give, given the reputation of Saudi Arabia, I I, I would be very concerned if I wasn't in, you know if I didn't want the project to succeed just for the fact that it's like a fairy tale story for Newcastle fans and you see Alan St. Maximin one of the most fun players to watch you really want to see him to succeed and get a trophy at some point and uh, now that our podcast is coming to an end we just like to thank you um, from the bottom of our sporting hearts <laughs> and um, we're going to talk to you soon and I hope you enjoy it. Please uh, reach out to us if you have any suggestions. And we're going to create some social media accounts so you can interact with us and get to know us better. Yes. Uh, so this has been the official MSL podcast. I've been <coughs> your uh, friendly neighborhood host, Mark Yanicelli. Chris Vogel. Amalia Wampa. And we wish you a great week. And by the way, watch El Clasico, Der Clasico, uh, on Saturday just to see Bayern win at home against their biggest rival, Dortmund, and get yeah. the Bundesliga trophy. Cool. Dortmund will hold them off. Holland's pretty, pretty nice. Well, Bayern ha only has to draw to win. Okay, let's not get another debate. Let's, <laughs> okay, let's okay. See Th that's for next week. Leipzig's winning next year. For <laughs> okay. See ya. That was good. That was good.